Welcome to DMV Realtor Radio, the daily podcast for real estate businesses in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Each episode, we cover tactics for making more money in less time and valuable business strategies to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. DMV Realtor Radio is perfect for real estate agents, team members, rainmakers, brokers, and owners. You want to make this the best year in business. We provide the tools. This is DMV Realtor Radio, and here's your host, Jason Stone. Welcome, all-star realtors. My name is Jason Stone, and I want to thank you for joining another episode of DMV Realtor Radio. I'm excited about our guest on today's show. He has a background of communications and leadership studies. Together with his wife, they are extremely active in the Newport News and Hampton Roads communities. And he's a top producing agent in Hampton Roads, Virginia, who continues to master the art of building business and production, all while holding work hours steady at under 40 hours per week. Welcome to the show, Garrett Maroon. Thanks so much for joining us, Garrett. Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm excited to be with you today. Hey, man. Thanks so much for carving out some time to impart your wisdom and how you successfully have built the big business. And uh, for all of our listeners, I want to remind you that hashtag DMV Realtor Radio, where you can tag any questions that you have from today's episode or takeaways. I know that you're going to get from what Garrett shares today. And I absolutely look forward to seeing and responding to our involvement on social media. So Garrett, thanks again so much for being on. You know, we got linked up in 2019 because you teach a class on how to sell 50 homes a year working less than 40 hours a week. Can you give us a sense of what led you to, to even try to figure that out? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think like a lot of us, I came into the business in 2014 and I was trying to figure out, obviously, like all of us, we want to crush it. We want to kill it. We want to have a great business. And I kind of bought into, I think, this lie that maybe is not stated, but it's pretty pervasive in the real estate world that if you want to sell 50 homes a year, that's fine, but you're going to have to work 80 hours a week. Well, if you don't want to do that, you can work 40 hours a week, but you're only going to sell 20 homes. And it seems like that's kind of what the real estate world tells us. So if you fast forward for me, it was April 2016 that brought me to this point. My wife had left her job to help care for her father who had gone in for triple bypass surgery. Things didn't work out, unfortunately, the way we were hoping. And he ended up the next two and a half years in the hospital before he passed away in 2018. Well, that same month in April, I had left the team I started on, hired my first full-time assistant, brought on a full-time agent. And my friend and I bought a flip that same month. It was probably a pretty terrible month, but I didn't know better, right? So I just Uh jumped into it. Well, so here I am, all of this weight is on me. Now, my wife went from $40,000 a year to zero overnight. I had payroll for the first time, had all my own expenses, right? So anyways, I was scared, quite honestly. And so I just started working a ton, uh, tons of hours. My wife wasn't, wasn't around, so I'd work at, you know, all day at the office, go home and work all night with just the office on in the background and my dog sitting next to me, right? That was the only difference. But what ultimately changed for me was in June of that year, I had spent, I knew I was just burning myself out. So I'd spent an entire day just business planning, trying to refocus where I wanted to go. I didn't feel like I was on purpose. And so refocusing that entire day, and I was quite honestly just fired up, fired up to come home and tell my wife and share with my wife how if I just keep pushing hard over these next five years, look what we can accomplish, right? We can sell 
50 homes a year. I've never done that at that point. We could sell 50 homes a year. This is what we could, you know, what it could afford us. This is the freedom we could have, right? But it would just take me to keep pushing on hours and hours. And I come home that day. I'm super fired up. We sit down for dinner. I share. I'm just unload all this excitement to my wife. And, you know, problem number one, I didn't stop to ask how her day was. That was a mistake. But so I'm just sharing all these things, uh-huh. right? And I'm passionate. I'm excited. I'm geared up for my wife, Rachel, to say, hey, that's a great idea, Garrett. Let's do that. And she doesn't say anything. So I'm like, well, what happened? Do you need me to say it again? Right? What Did you hear what I said? And, and so I said, you know, babe, what do you think? And I, this was the turning point for me. And she looked at me and she said, instead of saying, hey, that's a great idea. Let's go for it. She said, you know what, Garrett, I need you to figure out a way to work less. And I was like, wait, what? How can I do that? Right? That's not possible. And she said, Garrett, I need you to figure out a way to sell 50 homes a year, but work less than you're working now, far less than you're working now. Right. And that's what set me off on this path. My wife absolutely had had the right and still does to ask that of me. But it's because of that question that led me to, okay, if I'm going to do that, how can I do that? I looked for the opportunities that existed in the real estate world say, can I do that? Is that possible? And thankfully, it led me to, well, if I'm going to do that, I think the answer for me became clear that if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to sell 50 homes a year and not work more than 40 hours a week, now we've got two young kids, so I want to be with them, then I've got to master referrals where clients will wait for me, they'll move their schedules around to meet me, right? They'll respect the fact that I turn my phone off at six and I don't work weekends. Like the only way to do that was to master referrals. And her asking me that question set me off to where I am today to build that. So I'm so grateful for that experience and her pushing me to understand, I think understand real estate in a different way. That's fantastic, Garrett, because it, you know, really in life, the size of our answers are determined by the size of our questions and how powerful a question for your wife, Rachel, to ask you at that time and to ultimately lead a lead you down a trail of knocking down dominoes to to build where you are today. So I'd love to have the opportunity uh, to share with everyone is that once you've moved past from choosing to not subscribe to this idea that you have to work a lot in order to sell a lot. What are those steps, those action steps that you began to take from that moment forward after going out to answer that question your wife asked? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, for me, it was very much about trying to find a model that made sense. You know, we we absolutely have a world where lots of people have gone before us and done what we are hoping to do, right? So I was looking for a model that made sense to me, one that I could implement, the system that would work for me, that would be consistent as often as we can be. You know, we're humans, we're not always consistent, but that's right. And so that's what led me to create this perfect 36 touches, taking pieces from models that I saw were working and creating something that made sense to me. And so that was my first step, creating the model. Hey, Garrett, what is the perfect 36 touch? So you, you looked at models and looked to create out a system and you've called it now the 36 touch. What is that? How would you explain that? Yeah. So 36 touch is a very common term that we hear in the real estate world of how we're connecting to the people that we know and the people in our database. So the 36 touch for me was just the, the systematic relationship building that I wanted to have. And that, that's really crucial. I call it systematic relationship building. We're going to show up every time, all the time, on time, when we say we're going to, to our clients, right? And that means something to them. So the 36 touch is broken down into quarters for me and just makes it really simple, right? I know that each client is going to get 12 mailers and 12 emails every year. There's 24 touches for each person. And then each quarter is broken down really simply. The first 
quarter, first month of every quarter, every person is going to get a call or a text. And all I'm doing is checking on them. And I can go in more into detail about that. The second month of each quarter, I'm writing them a note or I'm dropping off a pot pie. In the third month of each quarter, we're hosting a client party or I'm having client coffee, typically both. So, and then you just repeat that three other times throughout the year. And so it just made it really simple to know every month what I was going to get, what I was going to be doing, what I was going to give to my clients. And then they started to, whether they would know it or not and say, oh, I know it's the second month of the quarter. Garrett's going to write me a note this month. It's so consistent that I know when I show up every time, all the time, on time, like I said, that these people are starting to see Garrett is someone I can trust. He's always going to be there and he cares about me well and he cares about me consistently. So the systematic relationships of that is hugely valuable when you're trying to build a referral business. Mm -hmm. Garrett, what uh, pivots or adjustments have you seen and and found uh, that have been necessary to revise through the pandemic market and likely how things are going to transition going forward uh, in comparison to how you were communicating with the 36 Touch? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the right question, right? That's the question that everyone's been asking. And quite honestly, you know, I'm still young in the business, only five and a half years. So I had never lived through a challenging season. And I had always said that I think the people that were relationship-based would be the best people positioned to survive any kind of shift or any kind of recession or anything like that. Because human behavior, right, when we get scared, we tighten the circle that we already have. We don't trust as many people. And so if we were relationship-based, I knew that people would still trust me and they would say to their friends that are scared, hey, just talk to this guy. He's going to take care of you. So to answer your question, the truth is we haven't done very much different at all. The only thing that we're not doing now is we're not sending out mailers. We're not sending out email. We are not talking about real estate at all. I don't think people want me to show up and say, hey, let me tell you what's going on in the real estate market because the only way for that to make sense is for me to be really excited and optimistic about it. Well, if I show up to someone who just lost their job or know someone who's sick and they're struggling and I show up and I'm like, hey, let me tell you about what's going on in my world. That's not what they want. They want me to show up and care. And for us, we've stopped communicating about the real estate world. We've been heavily focused, which is what we already are doing, but we've been heavily focused about just caring for them in a very deep way. And we've seen a huge response to that. You know, last year I sold 50 homes and got 58 referrals, and that's how I got to 50. At the end of April this year, we already had 43 referrals for the year. And so I think the reality of people wanting to just go to someone they can trust, they're scared of the news. They're scared of politicians. They're scared of what's happening. And they just want a voice they can trust. It's proof that people say, that's who I'm going to. When things get scared and things get crazy, the person that's always been there to care for me, I'm going to go ask them a question. So we haven't had the shift, and I'm grateful for that. We've been pretty much business as usual in terms of how we're connected to people. Okay. And Garrett, share with us that language pattern or that script that you found to successfully ask for a referral. Yeah, so... To me, and I hope this is helpful, I know it is when I teach the class, it's helpful for people. I don't like saying out loud, hey, by the way, if you know anyone thinking of buying or selling a home, I'd love to help them. I'm uncomfortable with that. I'm not a salesperson in that way, but I'll write it all day, right? I'll write it down all the time, but I don't like saying it out loud. So here's the most crucial point, and then I'll go through the dialogue. The most crucial point for me is when you're in an appointment with them, you have to set up 
the referral really, really well. And I'll explain how I do that. And then the system comes in where all you're doing is most of the time you're just reminding them that you care about them and that you're here. And then when I write notes, it just ends with, if you know anyone thinking of buying or selling, as always, I'm here to help. Right? So we're reminding them of it, but we're not necessarily having to say it all the time because we set it up well in an appointment. So in an appointment, as I'm going through it, I think what we have to remember as real estate agents is people only change and people only act if they hear first what's in it for them and two, what do they need to do? So I think the challenge as real estate agents is we always tell them what, what do we want them to do, right? So we'll end the conversation and, hey, by the way, so I work by referral. If you know anybody that's thinking about buying or selling, I'd love to help them please pass on the information right in the course the person says yeah of course i'll do that well what they've lost is they haven't told their client what's in it for them right why should they act that way why should they be referring you and so our dialogue is focused on here's the value that you get so for example i set it up in two real ways i don't won't go through the entire thing but i set up in two ways i start by saying in 2012 my wife and i bought our first house and I wasn't an agent at the time. And I had a really good experience. I really liked my agent. But when I came into the business, I read a survey that said agents spend on average 70% of their time cold calling, door knocking, hosting open houses, and doing anything they can to get more business. And when I read that, I thought, man, if I knew that it's possible my agent was only giving me 30% of his time, energy, and focus on the biggest purchase of my life at that point, I would have been frustrated. Right? That would have been really challenging for me. So when I came in, I committed to say, you know what? I don't want that experience for my clients. I'm going to give them 100% of my time, energy, focus, and attention so that they have a wonderful experience. And if I'm not actively serving you, I'm learning about becoming a better negotiator or how do I care for you emotionally better, whatever it is, right? So, and that's the beginning of it. When you get to the end of it, so you, you dig into this, you say, so here's why me working by referral brings value to you. You are going to get an agent that is available to you, that cares about you, that wants to understand and serve you well emotionally and get you to the house that you want and will continue to care for you well after that. So you're going to be an agent that is fully committed to serving you. I'm going to keep my head down working hard just for you, not spending my time doing those other things. In return, I believe I shouldn't even have a business that provides for my family unless I serve you so well that you just have to tell your friends and coworkers about me. And I really believe that's the bar. The easiest thing to do is get you in the house. Lots of people can do that. The hardest part is to serve you so well along the way that you just want to tell your friends and coworkers. So all I ask is while I'm serving you and after, if you feel like we have served you really well and you've got friends or, or coworkers talking about real estate, just say, hey, I've got a great agent. Can I connect you all? And he'll reach out and just see how he can help you. And as long as you and my other clients continue to refer us, I'll be able to keep my head down working hard for you. Does that sound good? And they always say, yeah, of course. Right. But I've set it up for them. This is why it's important for them to keep referring me so I can keep working hard for them. Right. And then it just carries on. And then again, go to the system and all you're doing is gently reminding them. And there's a lot of power for them to understand the real reason behind why you as a referral agent is valuable to them. Because most people don't make that distinction between what brings value to them and the fact that you just want to work by referral. Yeah, honestly, you know, that's a fantastic strategy as far as positioning yourself to whereas extremely beneficial for your clients and prospective clients for them to understand how your business is referral based and not just how it benefits you as the agent, but how it benefits them as the client. So kudos right. to you, Garrett, for developing that. 
last thing, Garrett, I want to have the opportunity to get with you on is this idea as far as how you empower agents to really overcome the challenges that we face inside of the business. What's your message to encourage agents, you know, to be able to move business forward? Yeah, so that is the right question. You know, the, the most important thing that I think I can share with anybody is, yeah, the system, Perfect 36 Touch, I believe in it, right? That's what we help people with. We have people on a monthly action plan that are executing this at a high level that's making a difference. And that's what I really care about. I know how much having a great business has meant to me and my family. I just genuinely want to help other agents realize the potential that they have. But I'd answer that question in saying, I think the most important thing that we can understand as real estate agents that I think we often forget is that our clients don't understand our business at a 10 out of 10 level, right? They understand it at a two out of 10. And it's not because they're not intelligent. It's because they haven't spent the time to learn about it, right? I don't know, for example, I love my dentist, but I don't know if my dentist is the best dentist around. I don't know how good he is compared to the other ones, but I know that I trust him and I like him. And so then natural human inclinations, I ascribe to him positive qualities and assume that he's good at what he does, right? So my point in saying that is here's where I think we miss it as a, as a business, as a profession. We show up, we get a lead, we get an appointment, we show up and our mentality is, okay, I got to prove to them why I'm better than their other choices. So I'm going to walk in, I'm going to talk about my, you know, 1,050 point marketing plan, everything that I'm going to do for them. I'm going to show up, I'm going to prove that I am the number one agent around, right? And they're going to walk into that appointment. They're going to say, hi, Mr. Mr. Seller, please show me around your house. Let's sit down. Okay, great. Let me tell you about my marketing plan, right? Well, consumers don't understand that. They're not interested in that as much as they are interested in, can I trust you? Are you good at what you do? And do you care about me? Right? That's what's going to distinguish you is people often comment on me when I say, oh, my appointments go an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours sometimes. They say, how in the world can you spend so long at an appointment? What are you talking about? And I say, here's the difference. I'm not talking. I'm just asking questions. I'm learning about them. Right? There was a story where I was, it was my second listing ever brand new agent. I don't even remember how I got set up with this person, but I show up at this house. It's a $350,000 house, which for me at the time was crazy, right? Couldn't imagine the commission on that thing. Didn't understand. I was a little bit scared. And I knew she was interviewing three other agents, top agents that were phenomenally good at the business. I showed up. I asked her a ton of questions. I spent two and a half hours there. I learned that her husband had just passed away. She'd never done this on her own. She was really scared and didn't understand and just wanted someone to listen and care for her well. And you know what didn't happen? I didn't even talk about my business. I didn't even talk about my marketing plan. I barely said anything. I just left my packet with her, right? Well, a week later, I get a call. Her name's Kelly. And Kelly says, Garrett, I'd love for you to come help me. And I said, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'd love to help you. Can I ask, what was it about my presentation or my time with you that made you choose me? And her answer was simple. Garrett, you were the only one that I felt like really cared. You spent time with me and no one else really did. Right. So my point in saying that is it's not about distinguishing ourselves as being the best agent. Only one person is the best agent. Right. There's only one number one. The difference is when you show up is your mentality, is your focus about how can I care for this person? How many questions can I ask? What can I learn about them? Right? How did you all meet? Right? Tell me the story of how you met. What did you study in school? Right? Where's your background? Where are you from? Tell me about your family and your kids and what they love. Right? They want to feel cared for. They want to feel listened to that they're 
the hero in the story, not you. And I think as a, as a profession, we miss that. And so, yeah, the system helps you show that over and over that you believe the client is the most important person, but it's got to come from your heart. Do you actually think that the person sitting across from you is the hero of the story or do you want to be the hero? You both can't be the hero and it's never going to work if you try. So to me, that's my heart and my passion is helping our profession understand people just want to be cared for. Don't talk about how great you are. Just care for somebody well and they're going to respond and your business is going to grow. And you know what? If you're a new agent out there, I hope that's encouraging because you don't have to show up and be the smartest person in the room and have the best marketing plan. If you're the person that just genuinely cares, people are going to connect to that. 100%. Garrett, thanks so much for coming on DMV Realtor Radio. How can folks stay connected with you on your journey as you continue to grow your business and certainly continue to excel in the coaching and training space? Yeah, brother, I appreciate you genuinely having me on and I know you're going to do awesome things, Jason. So super excited to follow this too, brother. But yeah, so the best way for them to connect is go to Facebook and join our Facebook group, The Perfect 36 Touch. So The Perfect 36 Touch, they can go on there, Join us, get more from us, find out about our monthly action plan and any trainings that we have coming up. So that would be the best way for them to continue to connect. And I look forward to it. Garrett, thanks again and much continued success in your business throughout this year and beyond. Then that wraps up another episode on DMV Realtor Radio. Onward and upward towards the light. Take it away, Keith. You've wrapped up another episode on DMV Realtor Radio, the daily podcast to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. We trust that you've gotten some useful and practical information from this episode. To access the show notes and download the tools mentioned, head over to dmvrealtorradio.com. For latest news and video updates, follow host Jason Stone on Instagram and Facebook at I am Jason Stone. Till next time.